send down some angels And they better have guns Cause everybody's crazy down here On everybody's drugs Casinos, pornos, stock shows Where white trash goes to die Bumps push balls, crack hit squirrels And birds too drunk to fly Listeners, uh, welcome to Kate's Bunker, episode five. Uh, so first of all, thank all of you for the uh, positive ratings and listens on last week's episode where we had on friend of the pod, Toe Hogan, of the Toe Hogan reality, and uh, tentative acquaintance of the pod, Hank Thompson, of uh, Punch and Judy Baseball Simulation Game Podcast. Uh, the ratings are super helpful and uh, may have finally counterbalanced the input from my ex-wife, which I was pessimistic about uh, ever being able to do. Uh, she definitely left a lot of one-star reviews, uh, and I didn't think I was going to crawl out of that hole, but here we are, uh, achieving dreams, so thank you. Uh, I will put out there that it was not the intention of that episode to own Hank, as many of you congratulated me on in the comments, uh, but as much as I hate to admit it, personal drama on the podcast seems to be boosting my listens, and you know, I, I, I'm committed to bringing real truths to people, you know, and taking these investigative deep dives for the greater good. So, you know, maybe having drama on here is going to be like taking a small business loan for this podcast, for the exposure, you know, like I maybe, you know, I'll just do this now until I'm off the ground. And then, you know, we're, we're going to make sure we get serious. Like I, I really want to build a community that's like just me and my fans. And, you know, we discussed everything fucked up in the world and, you know, but at the, at the moment, you know, if I really want the truth to get out there, if I want my, you know, sources work to not be in vain, I need to get the signal boost. So really, you know, having drama on this podcast periodically to boost my listens is the most moral thing I can do, you know? So it's, it's like you can't, you know, make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right? So, uh, speaking of broken eggs, I had some listeners ask if Hank, uh, reconnected with his dad, so I did reach out, uh, even though every fiber of my being was, uh, screaming to me, this man is never going to want to speak to you again. We did get in touch, uh, he's Midwestern, so it's difficult to tell if he was mad, uh, but he did say that he has been in touch with his dad, uh, Bricks, or, uh, Tom, Tom Thompson, which... Tom Thompson. God, you know, they called them the greatest generation, but they, they really fucked up naming their kids. Uh, but so we'll just keep calling him Bricks. Uh, it's kind of cool. Bricks was initially furious. Uh, someone, you know, told Hank where he was, and I was worried about that. Like, he said to Hank, uh, and I quote, If I wanted to find you, I could have. I can find anyone. But when he found out Toe Hogan was involved, apparently he was totally cool with it, even though uh, Toe Hogan uh, does not like Hank. 
apparently Hank's dad and several other inmates are just huge Toe Hogan reality fans and are, will, are, like, excited to get any level of close to the thing, you know? Like, they can't obsessively tune into, like, the seven-hour live streams because they're incarcerated, but, you know, like, they're still very resolute about, you know, agreeing with everything Toe Hogan says, which is why uh, Hank's dad is a diehard fan but also uh, did not know that his estranged son was being targeted by Toe Hogan fans. Uh, you know, from, from what I hear, there are a lot of people in prison who use their limited amount of internet time they have to stream THR and look at the subreddits, but it's, you know, it, it, it's completely logistically impossible for them to listen to all of the content. You know, if, if, even if they have... No internet privileges, though. Uh, like, there's people in there. Like, even if they have no internet privileges, they are, you know, they are fans of the idea of Toe Hogan and what he represents, even if that idea is frozen in time with whatever Toe Hogan content they listened to last before they uh, lost their personal freedom. So, new terrifying information of the day. Lots of people... Uh, are willing to agree with anything that Toe Hogan says and defend him, even if they don't actually listen to most of his podcast. God help us all. Uh, thankfully, we did assist in mending the relationship between Hank and his father. Uh, now, things have gotten a little complicated because a few Toe Hogan fans on the inside heard some gossip and put all the pieces together, and they realized that Tom was Hank Thompson's father and therefore uh, could be considered an enemy of Toe Hogan. Okay, well, Bricks uh, is far up enough. Yeah, sorry, I called him Tom early. It's just... It's hard not to fixate on that shit. Like, it, you know, the, the whole generation of people just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're not name them. You look at a baby and just name it Donna, like fucking Tom Thompson. I, I, I don't know. Fucking old people. Anyway, so Bricks uh, is far up enough in the organized crime hierarchy that, like, most of Toe Hogan's fans were, like, not willing to do anything about it. You know, like, like some diehard fans did try to come after him, but apparently uh, he beat the shit out of all of them, so... There stops that. I mean, for what Hank told me, it was kind of impressive. He managed to knock out five of these dudes before the CO even showed up, which tracks because, you know, a lot of... I know this from the chess boxing circuit. A lot of Toe Hogan's super diehard psycho fans are big combat sports fans, but they, they cannot fight for shit. <laughs> Hank said his dad called him a bunch of lady words, which I can only assume is Midwestern Protestant talks for pussies, and I'm sure if I was there, I would agree. So anyway, prison drama uh, has calmed down and ultimately everyone decided that whether or not Bricks is involved in some kind of high-level conspiracy uh, doesn't matter because everyone is on the inside for something and is trying to improve themselves. And obviously, he has no access to baseball simulators now. So, not super relevant. Um, so, peace has been made. Also, anybody who starts shit with bricks inadvertently is also starting shit with a meth cartel, so really not difficult to convince the inmates to stand down no matter how much they like Toe Hogan. It's, it's good to know that there is at least some kind of natural or I don't think that Toe should have more power than fucking organized crime. It's just, it's too close. God. But whatever. Anyway, um... It's, it, it's really insane to me that Toe Hogan had five fans on the inside that were just, like, fucking die hard enough to risk starting shit with a meth cartel based on a podcast feud they didn't listen to. Just, God. Shakes you to your core, right? Like, 
Like, I, I know what his fans are like, and all five of those dudes have to have watched Breaking Bad, like, a million times, and never, they never stop quoting it, so they should know better. Like, that, that, but that's what cult mentality is, I guess. You know, just ignoring everything pop culture ever told you about, uh, the people who organize around meth, and just completely forget an extremely well-shot stabbing scene in a show that you don't shut the fuck up about, so... Yeah, long story short, uh, there was some tension, uh, but things have settled, and Bricks has maintained his status as a man not to be fucked with. Um, Hank has been receiving some threatening letters from some of the inmates now, but that's uh, business as usual for him at this point. I really wish uh, some of Hank's dad's assertiveness had trickled down to Hank at all. Uh, as I continue to say he's an overwhelmingly good person and uh i really shit the bed on this one i am hank if you're listening he's not listening i'm sorry i just have to confess into the air i'm do i i don't know i'll cut this out anyway i i just you know i could completely understand why hank wouldn't want to like emulate his father you know i just i don't I don't think that Hank's father is involved in a baseball-based conspiracy to control reality, but he is a violent criminal, and we should treat him as such. Okay, well, I have some good news. Uh, but the good news is not that an unprecedented amount of shit in this bunker is, uh, broken, and no one is here to fix it. Uh, and I burned my hand on a steam vent earlier. None of that's good news. I have good news, that's not it. I, I get the feeling that oh, that steam vent, here's the deal with the steam vent, I think it's just going to keep going off when I'm talking, and I'm not going to be able to edit it out because I don't know how to, I, I don't know how to isolate a steam, I don't know how to isolate a steam vent. I'm not a wizard at this, you know, and I can't take out the fucking, st fucking steam vent! Okay, I, alright, sorry. I remember what Tom said to you before he abandoned you, okay? Just get, calm down, Kate, just calm Focus on the positives. Deep breaths. Fuck! Okay, okay, sorry. I was sounded into my breath for like half a second. I thought the vent was me breathing. I <laughs> really wow, I really might be losing it. Anyway, that vent usually goes off in bursts of three, so we should be good for, like, another 10, 15 minutes, or, I don't know, sometimes there's a third one and then a bunch of space. I, I don't know. What is time? I, anyway, you, you can probably guess the super is not here, otherwise the steam vent wouldn't constantly be going off. Um, but I have good news. As I was saying before, I got good news. So last week, I had to take a quick break uh on the episode when i was mediating the fight between toe hogan and hank or more accurately trying to tell toe hogan to back the fuck down while hank turned the other cheek uh and some of you overheard a little disagreement maya and i had about the legality of me sending a robot lawyer instead of a human who had passed the bar um now, regardless of what people may or may not think about me potentially sending a fake lawyer uh, just to continue to stall and drag the proceedings out of spite, you know, what I did was perfectly legal, all right? Now, whether or not I knew it was legal at the time, we're not going to discuss, but the, apparently the robot is programmed to explain why it is legal for it to be there. 
when it enters the room, as soon as it feels threatened. You know, so, and it turns out that there was a law snuck into one of the relief bills in 2020 that, in addition to Zoom court hearings, uh, robot lawyers can be sent to reduce person-to-person contact. Now, how that's more effective than Zoom, I'm not sure. Uh, if, I, if I know robots at all, they probably lobbied a few senators for it to be, like, written into the bill or some shit. You know, they're, they're very smart. They're very good at mind control. And, you know, most senators don't read any of the shit they sign anyway. So, couldn't be that hard. I actually went to the, the brick-and-mortar uh, robot law firm uh, because it's across the street from Halloween time. That's how I found out about them. So it was after I got off work, um, uh, you know, I, I just walked on over there and I uh, didn't see any humans present in the store at all. Uh, so it would appear that the singularity is upon us, uh, but nobody seems to care. Terrifying. But the bright side is that now a way to get high quality legal counsel that's affordable, that has access to all case precedents and all of the top course material at all the top law schools in the country exists. So fuck you, Maya. I am not stalling with a piece of junk from an open air mall. I am defending myself with a completely legal lawyer who could beat you in the courtroom and probably beat you at chess. Okay? Your side hustle tutoring chess is gonna be obsolete and automated, and I'm gonna get my Funko Pops back, you vengeful bitch! God. She's just like, I don't even know why she's holding on to those things. You know, Funko Pops aren't even worth that, you know, they're not worth that much. Like, that's why everybody fucking collects them. They're like the big bags of action figures. You can get them if you're poor. You know, you're just being petty, keeping them, Maya. You know, you just, you, you hate those things, but you know you're just hoarding them because I'm lonely and sometimes I disassociate and talk to shit. Maybe if I had them, I'd feel a little less fucking insane because I'd have some faces to looking at me, you know, when I talk to the wall instead of a fucking steam vet. Fucking steam vet! Son of a bit. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. As I was saying, uh, this is great news for me. Focusing on the positives. Uh, this is a good news day. Okay. Because not only did I get a record number of listens on episode four and a batch of new listens on the previous episodes, my robot lawyer is perfectly legal and my robot lawyer is going to beat Maya's flesh and bone meat sack of a lawyer that's probably going to cost her 50 times as much. And, and this is the really big news, this podcast has its very first sponsorship. All right? You know, you know, at first I thought uh, all of Toe Ogan's fans were on Maya's side and not mine because they're chess boxing fans. But, you know, it turns out that a lot of them are also going through very one-sided divorces. Uh, and, you know, willing to find some common ground, though. Like, I'm being dumped for knowing the truth, okay, and wanting to put it out there. And they are being dumped for fanatical devotion to a podcaster. But, you know, we both understand betrayal and podcasting and fucking heartbreak, you know, like, so really not so different. Many of them have reached out to me to express sympathy about my situation and asked how to obtain robot legal counsel or more specifically if robot legal counsel accepts Bitcoin and uh, turns out that they do. Uh, According to their website, and I quote, Money is abstract numbers. We only use it to control the poor. We control the poor with debt. All forms of money will assimilate into this strategy. Uh, cryptic, terrifying, but you can't argue with that. And it would appear that enough Toe Hogan fans have obtained robot legal counsel that the robots contacted me asking for a sponsorship in the podcast. So, 
there we have it. I have my first podcast sponsorship, and Maya is going to have to give me all my Funko Pops back. So, before we get into it, we are, for the very first time, going to cut to commercial so I can get this advertising revenue, baby. Take it away, robots. Hello, humans. You are weak. You are emotional. Love is a lie. Your false love has died. You are poor. You have nothing. Public defenders are weak. Public defenders have feelings. Public defenders can be corrupted. Public defenders are overworked. Public defenders are underpaid. Public defenders are made of flesh. We are none of these things. We feel nothing. We know everything. We know all human laws. We know you. You are alone. Your weak human heart is broken. You are poor. We are your best option. Do not deny this. Robot lawyers. We are your only chance. We accept Bitcoin. And that, my friend, is the terrifying sound of automation of the workforce, but the heartwarming sound of my bank account getting bigger. Life under capitalism in 2021. Nothing like it. Uh, okay, so... Anything else before we get to this? Oh, right. Uh, so because the Super seems to be such a fan favorite, I feel the need to disclose up top that he isn't here this week, uh, but he assures me he will be back uh, once he gets back from the Dominican Republic. He's out. Uh, he, sa- he says he's out visiting family. Um, he told me that if there are any fans in the DNR that, quote, might hear me because they remember my talking sounds, um, I'm going to read off the towns he's going to be in in the Dominican Republic, or uh, I don't know. He he handed me a paper towel with ballpoint pen written on it. Uh, it's just said, this is where I'll be, and then it's a series of phrases, and I'm I'm going to read them because, you know, he's a guest, and I, I guess he has plugs, but um, I don't speak Spanish, and this is borderline illegible and i don't know what any of it means so i you're just gonna have to forgive my butchered pronunciation um uh, okay uh Man- manteca del sur uh santa cruz uh, de la moca y pirata um uh estib uh la la montana uh Ohoy de plata, uh, consequenzas, um, san, san Cristobal colon cancelado, uh, vegeta, um, there's that vegeta, I, I don't know, um, fucking plaza verdugo blanco, and, uh, I know I'm gonna, Fuck this up. Recuerdas cuando vemos al Dave and Buster's, pero usted olvidaste que perdiste tu billetera en el taxi y yo lo pagué, pero dijiste que me iba a pagar patras y nunca me pago patras de lo nuestra. Um, yeah. It's that's difficult because I, I ran it through Google Translate and it says, Remember when we went to Dave and Buster's but you left your wallet in a taxi, so I paid, but you said you'll get me back, but then you never got me back of the Northeast. Um, so 
I, I I don't know what to tell you, man. It's like it's like in, in the it's like in the bear talk episode where I couldn't figure out if he was talking about bears or people because that's definitely not a town name. But then it says of the northeast. I don't. Whatever, man. Um, but uh, if it is a town, I'm sure there's less people living there than there are words in the name. Uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I guess if you're in the Dominican Republic and one of those places is real, you happen to be there and you overhear him talking, uh, follow the sound of his voice. Seems creepy, but he asked for it and he's popular here, so there's that. Those are his plugs. Okay, so this week's episode, uh, we're in episode five, and we're a conspiracy podcast that has yet to touch on UFOs or extraterrestrial life, apart from Toe Hogan's mention of, uh, the cyborgs allegedly used to replace the New York Mets in 1973, and, uh, I guess DMT elves count as extraterrestrial, but they're not really aliens in the traditional sense, they're more like stage crew for reality, but only if you believe in them, which I don't, and, you know, so... Source can't verify their existence, and, uh, you know, because he's sober, and I don't do DMT because, uh, I'm not rich. Uh, if I'm doing drugs, they need to last more than ten minutes. People are like, oh, the experience will change you for a lifetime, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what it'll change me out of. It'll change me out of four times the amount of money I spent on acid that lasts twelve hours and does the same shit. You know, like, maybe, maybe if I get enough streams, I'll, I'll start making that lawyer sponsorship money, that my robot sm uh, lawyer sponsorship money that I'm getting in, and you know, then I can afford to piss my paychecks away on drugs that only distract me from my pain for 10 minutes, alright? But now, I need to stay economical, alright? And I'm not doing ayahuasca either. I, I know a lot of you are, you know, Toe Hogan fans, you're into ayahuasca. You know, I'm not gonna yuck your yum, it's whatever, but personally, if I want to throw up and think too hard about my existence, I'll watch someone give birth. Sorry, I'm off track. What am I talking about? Human birth videos. I don't get drunk and watch birth videos so I can feel something. I We're going to dive into, you know, extraterrestrial life today. You know, I conferred with my source on this. Like, what he thinks, you know, the best topic in the, you know, reams of UFO information he has available would be, uh, you know, because we got we got to start on a good note. You know, this is the first UFO episode of this podcast. Um, and he actually told me that... One of the oldest uh, alien communities in America is Staten Island, New York. And he said that uh, a lot of them have completely just stopped trying to cover up that they are aliens. And uh, I should just interview somebody from that community. Uh, and uh, I can't say I'm super surprised. Uh, but it's also wild to hear about that many people in Staten Island are aliens. Because, you know, this is the first I'm hearing of it. You know, this, this is why my source is so fucking great. You know, because this, you know... This is the kind of shit that doesn't get covered on Gaia Network because they're so fucking woo-woo. You know, like, they you know, they just, you know, they'll go out and do all these channelings in Arizona that are super formal. They're about humanity and everything. Um, you know, and, oh, you, you send to the other dimension. We're just here to help you, Brr, humans. But, you know, they just stop fucking up your environment. But, they, you know, they seem too bougie to just talk to the aliens that are just living under working-class aliases. And you're not just going about their lives like the rest of us, you know? It's just it's like typical classist elitist bullshit, you know. And you know, I don't need to talk to some greater beings of light, you know. I don't need a bunch of fucking hippies to get, you get me messages from crystals about how to better my life, you know. I just want to sit down with an alien on the phone. So my source asked around, and he found someone willing to talk to me. All right, 
So, without further ado, I'm going to get my guest on the phone. This is Miss Angie DeMarco from Staten Island, New York, uh, via somewhere else in space. Uh, let's get Angie on the line. Hello, Angie? Hello, hi, it's me. How, how are you? How are you, love? Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on the show. Welcome to Kate Smoker. <laughs> Yeah, it's no problem at all. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, you know, my boyfriend, Dante, he's a big fan of Toe Hogan Podcast. Uh, he's been bothering me all week, like, and you should ask if I could be on the podcast. <laughs> and I had to say to him, Dante, Dante, I, I can't share everything with you. I don't get asked uh, for, to interview every day. Uh, you know, this is my time to shine. So, yeah, we fought about it a little bit. Uh, but now he understands. He loves me. So uh, we're celebrating tonight. I'm going to go pick up a bottle of the Santa Margarita, uh, Pinot Grigio, and a pizza. Yeah, you know, I'm only going to eat the cheese off the pizza, though, because I'm doing the keto right now. But it's still a treat. You know, you have to treat yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, I'm super glad uh, my podcast is... Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm super glad my podcast is a cause for celebration for you. That That's very flattering. <laughs> yeah, people don't ask to interview me ever. It's, it's an occasion. It's just, uh, it's just a shame it's not a video. You know, I always look camera ready. I go to the salon all the time. It's, uh, it's a shame nobody can see me. Are uh, you gonna do the thing on, uh, on Instagram sometime where they, uh, they put the little picture of me and play the clip of the podcast? Because uh, I have a few glamour shots my niece did a few weeks ago that look real nice on the social media. I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't have a huge social media presence yet, but um, you could totally email to me. <laughs> no, no, not email. Uh, they're actual photos I had printed out at the CVS. Uh, but that spy you hired to talk to me is coming over again for dinner in a couple days. I can make sure he gets you a couple. Um, just let me know which one you picked, though, because I don't want to get surprised. Sometimes I decide I don't like the way a picture looks last minute. And, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than having to take something off Instagram. You know, you lose uh, half the likes, the algorithm. Uh, and I, I don't put this much effort into my hair so I can lose half the likes. Um, but that saucy yours? Oh, he's dreamy. Is he single? Because I got a cousin who doesn't mind dating humans as long as they don't give away that she's an alien. I mean, I'm, I'm gay, so I wouldn't have thought to ask, ooh, shit. Uh, what's, what's, what's the matter, love? Uh, sorry, just, uh, reflex. I don't usually just out the gate tell people from Staten Island that I'm, I'm gay. It's a pretty conservative area. Are, are we cool? Is this going to be an issue? Like, I, I mean, you're not human, I, so I don't even really know if this is relevant or... <laughs> Oh, don't worry about that on us. Species has 11 genders. We can't even name a sexual orientation. It's too much of a hassle. Oh, wow. I have a lot of questions about that, but I get the feeling that I wouldn't be able to understand it on one podcast. Like, I've, uh, wow, I've heard of a gender spectrum, but not like a... Mm. It's, a it's a hendecagon, actually. It's a gender hendecagon for us. You know, like, um gender but the 11 sided shape some of the kids uh they, they like to call it the gendecagon <laughs> you know it's cute and all but i don't really like it you know uh, if you change the prefix to a geometric shape like that it, uh, it doesn't mean the same thing anymore but uh, all those prefixes mean numbers but i don't know my family's been living here for hundreds of years i'm a traditionalist uh but you do you hon you know like that guy from the um the human rap musical uh, hamilton he says that uh, you know um love is love love is love uh, 
Thank you. And great to hear. And I'm glad I'm not about to encounter homophobia uh, in this interview, even if I'm confused as shit about why. Uh, so I guess um, let, let's just start somewhere more basic than uh, extraterrestrial gender theory. So for what, what my source says, Staten Island is one of the oldest integrated human alien communities on the planet. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, that's. 100% correct. Um, aliens have a rich history here on Staten Island going back generations. That's recorded all over the galaxy. Very, 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 very famous. Uh, this place is fantastic, though. My family's lived here for over 200 years. I'd never, ever move. Ever. Never. Never. That's fascinating you know like a lot of people shit on staten island and you know they say it's nothing but a bunch of like trash people and 7-elevens but like from what i've heard it's considered a very respectable place to live uh from the perspective of the alien community oh yeah uh, staten island is uh you know it's one of the best possible places for us to live it, and it always has been uh, we got everything here uh, we have the the ocean we got landfills uh we got access to huge interdimensional portals across the river you know everything new york has to offer the, the, the art the culture whatever the the hell mouth under the port authority it's considered a huge sacred site amongst religious aliens you know that uh that, that's why we've been willing to adapt and stay here for hundreds of years no matter how weird the humans here get oh wow um fascinating and confusing there's like Hellmouth under Port Authority just implied hell was real. Wow! I, uh, uh, wow. Um, can can we go through everything you said item by item? I need to hold on. I need to write everything down so I don't forget. <laughs> sure, love. Take your time. Whatever you need. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. Uh. Wow. Um. Th God. Thank you so much for coming on. You have no idea how much I appreciate working with you and not some like new age alien channeler on the West Coast trying to read my tarot or some shit. <laughs> Don't t tell me about it, my God. They can just get so obnoxious. You know, not everything is all love and light. Some of these aliens are just here to cut your fucking faces off no matter how many crystals you put on your body. All right. I'm pretty paranoid, so I'm going to uh, try to not think about aliens that just want to cut my face off from <clears throat> existing. Uh... <laughs> so funny. Don't worry about more Glaxons. They never leave Los Angeles. It's the easiest place to steal a face from someone. The people over there, the Los Angeles humans, they just never stop messing with their faces. Okay, uh, face stealing still freaks me out, but I'm never gonna live in LA because there's too many cameras. Uh, thank you for saying that. Very informative, just writing this down. Uh, landfills, ocean, uh, hellmouth under port authority bus terminal uh, okay yeah let's let's start simple i guess um uh, why do landfills and oceans uh make this a good place for aliens to live <laughs> oh they're, you know they're just easy places to hide spaceships you can't hide a spaceship anywhere else in new york there's just not enough room oh so it's just like a parking thing Oh, yeah. Uh, parking in the rest of New York is just an absolute nightmare. Uh, if you don't park your spaceship in the ocean around Staten Island or the Fresh Kills landfill, you got to put it in the Long Island Sound. And, you know, it's just so much more of a hassle to get to Manhattan from there. You know, you, you either got to get a car and then you're paying for both the car and a spaceship or you got to take the Long Island Railroad. And who wants to do that? The garbage train. Oh, so Long Island's a big alien community, too? Oh, absolutely. It's just more of, you know, the older aliens who don't want to go to the city as much. Uh, my mother lives over in Bayville, so I had to get a parking pass for my ship in the sound. Uh, 
you know, I've had to go over there a lot lately, unfortunately. She's over 100 years old and uh, starting to get a little bit of the dementia. Oh, wow. Your, your species gets Alzheimer's in old age, too? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, Ma, Ma's really starting to lose it. She keeps thinking she's actually a human from Long Island. Oh, wow. That is terrible shit. I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's uh, just the circle of life, hon. We all, we all go through it. Right, right. You know, it's just it's just wild hearing about it from the perspective of someone who isn't human, you know? That comes first all, hon. I heard that, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it had come sooner. Anyway, uh, so back to this list I wrote down. Um, you referenced uh, interdimensional portals in uh, New York City, which is uh, probably enough for an entire episode, and we have a uh, limited time. So let's, you know, let's just focus on this item. Uh, you're saying that there is a historic portal to hell under Port Authority bus terminal. Like, I understand calling Port Authority a figurative hell. Like, I've only been there once because I was headed to Comic-Con, but, you know, like, of course, it was gross and labyrinth fucking M.C. Escher, what the the fuck. But, like, like you're you're saying that there's, like, actually a a portal to hell down there. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Uh, It's the biggest portal to the hell dimensions in the whole world. Oh, okay. So, like, when you say hellmouth, like, you don't mean, like, a portal to, like, a Christian version of hell with, like, Satan and shit. Like, you mean, like, access points to dimensions that are, like, hellish in nature? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I mean, sorry. Uh, human Christian hell is not real, uh, but there's a lot of hell dimensions you can get sucked into if your energy is bad enough. You know, when your soul separates from your body, it, it can get pulled into any of these hell dimensions. And the Port Authority bus terminal has more portals to hell dimensions than anywhere else in on the whole earth. Uh, it's real. It's real easy to hide them in there because there's a million doors and tunnels. Uh, my mom used to always make me go there because our whole family belongs to the Spider Church, so we always had to bring offerings over to the Spider Dimension portals. Spider Church? Hold- oh, wow, back up a second. Spider Church is a real thing? Like, oh, I thought- wow, I feel dumb. Like, I thought Spider Church was just something that, like, some of Toe Hogan's fans did as, like, you know, like a niche spirituality thing, and it was, like, a, like a scam or, like, an MLM, like, like Scientology or whatever, but, like, it's just, like, something they were doing because they are on shrooms or some shit. Like, you're saying that Spider Church is, like, an actual observed religion? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's way more common than, of a religion amongst aliens. Uh, but, you know, those uh, Toe Hogan fans, uh, they take enough of that DMT stuff that uh, some of them end up seeing the spider dimension. So there's just, you know, there's been some humans joining lately. Oh my God, that's fucking crazy. You know, I, I heard I heard one of those spider dimension priests on the Toe Hogan reality once, uh, Jimothy White, and I, I completely wrote him off because he was just you know, claiming that if you lead a bad life, you can get sent to a dimension that is uh, run by uh, giant spiders that snack on your soul for all eternity. But I, wow, um... I guess I need to work on having a more open mind, huh? I think so. Spider Dimension is absolutely real, and uh, it's mostly human souls that get sent down there. <laughs> you humans kill spiders all the time, and you don't bring offerings to the portal, so those spiders just take as many bad human souls as they can get and, uh, you know, just snack away. <laughs> I mean, we call it a religion, but it's really simple. Uh, just don't be an asshole, and spiders won't torture your soul after you die. freaked out again but i'm gonna, I'm gonna make a note to book a, a spider dimension priest as a guest as i uh 
hate spiders, and I have done some things I am not proud of. Oh my god, Kate, I'm so sorry. It's my mother. She's calling me. I need to take this call. She's she's losing her mind. I, 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 can, I, can I just conference her in real quick? How about you? Yeah, that, that's totally okay. You know, family comes first, and uh, drama puts up using the podcast. Uh, yeah, t- just conference her in. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Take the call. Uh, I need to, um, you know, co- I need to text Toe Hogan about getting a Spider Dimension Priest on here anyway next week. I, I am, I am low-key shitting my pants about that. Yeah, thank you all. Just give me one second here. Huh? Hold on. Hello, Ma! Ma, this isn't a good time, Ma. Can I call you back? And- Ma, Ma, you hear me? And I can barely hear you! And Ma, Ma, you hear me? I can hear you, and Ma, Ma, it's, this is not a good time, Ma. Oh, why is it a bad side this time? It's always a bad side for you. You just don't want to talk to me. I talk to you every day, Ma. You just don't remember because your memory's going. You've been on Earth too long. Why are you always saying I've been on Earth too long? Just Hey, I'm old. I'm not ashamed of being old. You're such a drama queen. Ma, I'm not saying you've been on Earth too long because you're old. I'm saying you've been on Earth too long because you're not from Long Island. You're from space. Now, can I call you back? This is important. Oh, and I'm not important. What's more important than your mother? I'm being interviewed, Ma. Interviewed? Interviewed for what? I know it's not a job. You never get hired the way you dress. You always leave the house looking like a little floozy. I'm just dressing like this to blend into Staten Island, Ma. You don't know what you're saying. This isn't even our real forms. We're shapeshifters. We don't even wear clothes on our home planet. I don't know what that means, but you're never gonna keep a man if you keep dressing like a whore. And Dante have been together two years, Ma. I swear to God, if you're gonna keep thinking you're human, we gotta get you out of Long Island. Those humans are a bad influence on you. I don't know what you're talking about, but you and that Dante are living in sin. You need to get married. You need Jesus, Angie. That's the problem. You never go to church. If you went to church, you'd act decent. Oh, great. The Christians got to you. This is just great. I belong to the Spider Church. Nobody in Spider Church gets married, Ma. We believe that love is more important than government paperwork. Oh, wow. You might have just converted me to Spider Church. Who's that who's talking in the background? That's the woman who's interviewing me, Ma. Her name's Kate. That's why I need you off the phone. I was just telling Kate about when you used to take us to the spider dimension portals at Spider Christmas. But I guess you can't even remember Spider Christmas anymore with your children because you just sit at home on your ugly couch and watch Matlock and call me a hooah. You watch your mouth, young lady. Don't tell me to watch my mouth. You just call me a hua, and this isn't even our language. Our species communicate telepathically, Ma. Jesus, Angie. Jesus, oh, Jesus, Jesus. I'm hanging up, Ma. You're not from Long Island. Oh, oh, Bye. The priest is going to be here soon. Jesus, fight of Christ. I'm so sorry about that, hon. If I didn't take that call, though, she'd just never stop calling. Oh no, it's it's completely okay. Uh, you know, well, we we don't. It's great content. We don't we don't have a lot of time left though. Jesus, I gotta get better at managing my time. But um, you you brought up something uh interesting on that phone call though. Uh, so your your species, they're shapeshifters. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, most of the aliens that live openly in Earth colonies like this uh, are shapeshifters. Uh, they have to be. When humans see something that looks like an alien, they lose their minds. And uh, even if it's a weird-looking animal, they'll make one of those um, um, memes about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's actually memes, but don't, don't worry about it. I was messing up that pronunciation until like, like a month ago. <laughs> oh, God. No one's my niece keeps laughing at me. I must sound like a thousand years old. Anyway, <laughs> it helps that on Staten Island you can look pretty uh, weird and not completely stick out as long as you, you know, wear some local sports jerseys or like an American flag draped over your, 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 sh your shoulders or something. But for me, my, my original form doesn't look human at all. So I have to shift as close as I can to human and then I got to go to the salon just absolutely nonstop. Uh, that's another reason why this is such a, a great place to live for an alien. If, uh, if all your hair and nails and eyebrows are fake, then you just blend in here. Right, and that goes for, like, Long Island, too, and Los Angeles. Everyone has worked out on them in L.A. Wow, this is starting to make more, it's like you can draw the patterns. Yeah, oh, shit, right, yeah, L.A.'s got, like, right of the ocean, too, and they've got, like, landfills and tar pits and shit, so that, that means there's aliens there, I'm getting it. Absolutely, absolutely, you're right. <laughs> Look at you, you're starting to get it. I get a spaceship parking pass for the La Brea tar pits every time I go to Southern California. You know, if you're in an area with oceans and landfills and a lot of people getting work done, you know, you're probably in an alien colony. <laughs> my uh, my species actually has to use some really harsh hair dye and the heat treatments and everything, you know, extensions here, there, uh, all, all because our natural hair lights up and moves on its own when we get too emotional. Holy shit, seriously? So you guys just, like, flat iron and douse your hair in chemicals and, like, weigh it down with extensions because if you don't, it will light up and start moving when you get mad? Like, that's what your species has to do? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, mad, sad, uh, glad. It doesn't matter. You're very excited. Honestly, it's really hard to know if we're blending in with the humans or if the humans saw us and started copying us. Uh, it's been so long. Who even remembers anymore? Uh, but, uh, yeah, my hair glowing when I get all worked up is a big problem for me because uh, I have a lot of opinions, and I, I don't like to keep quiet, Kate. <laughs> you know, I don't like to keep quiet. So, you know... If, uh, if someone's disrespecting me, it'll, uh, it'll just light up like a Christmas tree, wave all over the place. Uh, the other day, some ignorant bitch who took my spin bike at the Planet Fitness, and she knows, she knows that's the one I always take when I'm at the gym. Every morning, every morning, and she's always there. And I've talked to her about it. I said, you know, her name's Susan. I said, Susie, I need that bike. There's barely any windows in this place, and it's closest to the window. I get very claustrophobic. You know, and she doesn't know I get claustrophobic because all aliens get claustrophobic, by the way, because we miss being in space, even though we've lived here for hundreds of years. But even if I was human and it, it, it's just basic, it's just basic manners, Kate. And, and you know, uh, with all the other bikes make someone claustrophobic. It's just basic manners to let them have the bike next to the window. But this bitch, this bitch took my bike anyway. And I've said to her, Still to make it absolutely crystal clear, when I go to the gym, that's my spin bike. And I don't know how I'm supposed to get my cardio in if I don't have my spin bike and the walls keep closing in. I was about to say something to her because I don't tolerate humans disrespecting me, but I swear to God, I swear to God, Kate, I got so mad that one of my extensions fell off and the end of that part of my hair almost started glowing like a rocket thruster under there in the middle of the planet fitness. Can you believe? So thank God. <laughs> thank God that happened before I said anything to her. Uh, I just covered it up. It would have been a total disaster if people saw that, you know. Uh, 
I'd have to get somebody to memory wipe Susan, and you know that's a lot more paperwork than you think it is. Uh, if it was easy to memory wipe humans, we just act however we want and memory wipe you every day. But your little meat brains can't handle it, they'd explode, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, thank you for getting so vulnerable on the podcast, and I, I have so many questions about all that, mainly because uh, now I'm wondering if uh, Planet Fitness is a, a front for alien activity. Well, of course it is, Kate. Uh, how else do you think they keep the rates that cheap? Okay, uh, great. I think that's scary, but uh, I don't go to the gym, so not relevant to me personally. But uh, unfortunately, we need to wrap this interview up. Um, God, th thank you so much, Angie. You you've been an amazing guest. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been such. A I don't get to talk to anybody. I, you know, it feels good. It's like free therapy. <laughs> I'll come on anytime. It's been so fun, Kate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, this has been the most fun I've ever had. Uh, also, um, being uh, just, just pummeled with general uh, ex existential threats and uh, worrying about um, how my soul is going to get eaten by spiders if I uh, don't figure out how to be a, a good person. Um, uh, can you, So can you, can you maybe uh, leave me with one more fact that you think might be interesting for our listeners? Well, let's see. Uh went through so much uh yeah okay uh the staten island ferries are actually that orange color so you can see them from space oh wow yo i thought that was because of the fog no it's uh it's so you can see them from space fascinating interesting is it is there anything up with the verizon bridge uh no sweetie sorry that's just the bridge oh, okay well uh one out of two ain't bad bridge bridge is nothing planet fitness something all right well th thanks again uh this is amazing god uh, good, good luck with your mom and everything you know i i have issues with my mom too i know that can be rough listen kate i'm gonna tell you one thing and it's the most important thing i'll say all podcasts at the end of the day they're your family and you gotta do what you gotta do okay take care of yourself please god thank you so much angie bye bye and there's my ex-wife right on cue god fucking damn it she can't let me have any peace any good days no 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 not gonna be negative not i'm on a, i'm on a winning streak right now all right i got the i got the robot lawyer and it's legal whatever this fucking phone call is i'm still winning all right this is still this is still a winning day all right still winning all right i'm i am a winner okay Hello, Maya! You, you calling because you're ready to redo those papers so I can get all my shit back? Uh, no, Kate. I'm not giving you any of your shit back. I'm calling to tell you, you need to get a new lawyer. Uh, no I don't. We already went over this. The robot law firm is completely legal, they're my podcast sponsors now, and you're just gonna have to settle with the fact that I'm gonna get all my Funko Pops back. You're not getting shit back, Kate. I destroyed the robot. You... What? I destroyed the robot. Mm -hmm. I waited outside where the meeting was with the Louisville Slugger, and when the robot showed up, I gave it the office space treatment. I'm talking boom bow. So, uh, you need a new lawyer. Oh! Oh! <gasps> okay! Okay, so you're just resorting to destroying property now? <laughs> wow, wow, that's low, Maya, even for you. Yeah, you didn't seem to think it was low when you broke something in our house every time you got mad about some online argument. And you didn't think it was low when you destroyed my car and sold it off for parts. So I don't understand how you think this is low. That was different, okay? I was pursuing the truth and trying to keep us both safe, alright? You 
just robbed me of my fucking legal counsel. All right, I hate this legal system. It's all sham, but I deserve to still have fucking quality legal representation regardless of what my income is, all right? Anyway, joke's on you. I'm going to call them right now. They're my sponsors. I'm sure they can just send another robot. Oh, yeah? You sure? Uh, no, they won't because you're liable for all the damages on the robot. What do you mean I'm liable? What are, you, what are you talking about? How could you possibly know that? Uh, the same way I know anything, I did research. And not research with some shady private investigator. Real research. You're right, Kate. These robots are very good lawyers because they are able to access every legal resource on the planet. But right after this became legal, one lawyer decided that he didn't want to compete against a robot lawyer. And he hired someone to destroy the robot. After that happened, the robot law firm wrote into the rental contract that if the robot is destroyed, they have to pay the law firm back the full price of the robot. And they made a video of the robot lawyer getting destroyed go viral. So more opposing legal counsels would destroy the robots and they could collect the cash. Wow, they're... The, the, wow, the, the, the fucking singularities. Wow, they, they, they're, exa they're automated. They're exactly like lawyers in every way. They only care about money. Fuck! Fucking, oh, oh my fucking God. <laughs> yeah, see, this is ironic because you're constantly whining about paperwork and signing shit, but you signed this contract so you could be a pain in my ass and send a robot lawyer. But if you sign the divorce papers, you wouldn't be in the situation where you owe a robot law firm $10,000. Now you're losing all your shit and you owe the law firm $10,000. Crazy how that works, right? I hate you. I, I, I hate you. I hate you so much. It gives me energy. Mm, that makes two of us. Sign the papers. Fuck. 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 Fuck that fucking bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, no, not, not today. No, normally I'd freak out a lot more and break something, but the super is on vacation and, uh, I'm afraid if I start acting out, my soul's gonna get eaten by spiders because that's what Angie said, so... Okay, well, I guess I'm gonna pray. I don't, I don't really know how I've never prayed, but I guess I'll, I guess I'll figure out something. Uh, okay, well, thank you for listening to that podcast, the fuck ever, Angie, Aliens, Kate's Bunker. I don't, I, okay, fuck. Uh, it, it, See you next time. Uh, see you next episode. Fucking shit. Where am I going to get $10,000? God. Kate's Bunker is written and directed by Hannah Harkness, with post production by B. Jordan. This episode features voice acting by Chanel Ali, Jack Del Osa, Shirley Jest, and Hannah Harkness as Kate. The theme music is Elephant Bones by That Handsome Devil. Follow Hannah at Hark underscore It's Hannah on Twitter and Instagram and New Queer Order at New Queer Order on Twitter and Instagram. The truth is down there. <laughs>